right, everybody. Well, let's jump into it. Coming to you from Dublin, Ireland. He's a podcaster and has been involved with archery for over five years. He's a world bow hunting champion of 2019. He took third place in European bow hunting championship in 2018. He's Irish 3D bow hunting champion from 2015 to 2020. Everybody, please give a warm welcome to Jer Evie. How you doing? I'm doing good. Well, you're blowing smoke up me at the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you very much for inviting me on. Uh, yeah, I, you were saying before uh, when you messaged me, you, you're a big archery fan yourself. I am, yes. Uh, you know, I love the sport of archery, archery hunting here in uh, Pennsylvania in the United States, man. Um, you know, we love we loved deer hunt up here. And uh, I just, I love it, man. I read your profile and I saw that you're into archery. And I was hoping you could talk a little bit about that, kind of about how you got into archery and maybe a little bit about the history of the sport. Absolutely, if you want me to. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, what, so what with myself. First, yeah, what first got you into it? It's a story as old as, as men themselves. It's a father-son relationship. So uh, the reason I, I got into archery was my, my father. Um, he used to wear soft. He got a bit old for us. And he's, he's thinking, geez, 40-something, and I'm running around shooting BBs at lads. What am I doing? So he's, he moves on. A friend just, just got out of it, and that was the reason he was thinking that way. So they both try archery. Now, the other guy has to bring his kids just so the wife lets them go. You know the story. And my dad realized, oh, God, I'm after the same. So uh, eventually the friend drops out. My dad's like, just spent all this money on bows. There is no effing way. Can I, can I curse? Yeah, absolutely. Be yourself, man. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you. You're a king for that. Just some guys don't. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, and he's like, no fucking way. I am. I'm getting rid of all this gear after just buying it. So you know, of course, he brings me into it, and um, yeah, it just kind of went from there. I started off shooting a really terrible, like three-piece three-curve bow, maybe eighteen pounds. Moved up to twenty-eight, fairly fast. Once realizing this is ridiculous, um, and yeah. I've been shooting ever since. Uh, and the whole family got involved after because once they seen he was having fun, they were like, uh-uh, that's too much. Let's get the whole gang involved. Right, for sure. Um, so you, so I see you do a lot of like the 3D archery and stuff. Do you go out, do you like to hunt as well? Do you like to hunt wild game? Or are you more of like the sport, you know, uh, you know, riding horseback type style? Or, or like what, what uh, you know, style do you prefer? Well, I, I shoot a style of bow called a uh, bear bow. Grab it now if you want. Um, but yeah, before I grab it real quick, yeah, bow hunting is illegal in Ireland. So unfortunately, I don't, I don't get to practice it. But I have every intention of doing it in the States, you know? Really? I did not know that. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any kind of hunting allowed at all or just? Yeah, rifle hunting. But the, okay, hunting laws in Ireland are, are weird, man. They are set up in a way where it's not cost effective so like that's that's the reason most people would hunt you know it's cheaper right I mean, it is a bit of fun fairness but like the way it's done in ireland nowadays it's just a bunch of rich lads uh in a, in a country club kind of thing going off and shooting maybe two deer between the 10 of them and right. calling it a day you know right for sure for yeah. sure so, so so you said you shoot a bear a bear bow bear bow now bear as in like not, not the animal Bear is in, it's been stripped bare. There's nothing on it. So oh, okay. Out. Like like a longbow. Kind of. One second. Huh? Yeah. Come on, get down, Elsa. 
Bear with me there. So, um, all right, so there we go. Here we are now. This is a, a bear bow. It's made by a company called Spigarelli in uh, Italy. So uh, you were picturing a longbow, right? Yes. So it's a little bit away from a longbow. Um, so what the story is here is it's a bow missing any attachments you might see in the Olympics. It's literally just some weights, the bow, and a kind of a little rest to shoot off. You can have a button. The button's taken off at the moment. But uh, yeah, that's what I shoot. I got sponsored by this company. I fucking love the guys. They yes. are unreal. And another one I got was um, this com company called uh, Arcor, and they make these custom grips. And oh my god, that's freaking awesome! I've never seen it like, like that before. Like anything, dude. If you want to be good at it, you need the best shit. For sure, dude. <laughs> I completely. I've been around experiments, you know. <laughs> yep, that's freaking awesome. How how often do you shoot a week? How often do you go out and you know keep the reflexes? I'm in, you know, out. Because of lockdown in Ireland and how strict it is, I've been out of the game for about eight months. Oh wow! And it's, dude, I I live in like a neighborhood. Yeah. So I got like these tiny like tiny fences between our houses, and um, you know, you don't want to shoot an arrow through that and hit someone's dog. Yeah, no doubt. And even at that, I like, can only practice seventeen yards. The max I shoot is about eighty, so I don't really get much practice. I could be the best guy in the world at seventeen yards, or I could be safe and be a good neighbor. Right. So, you know, yeah, but um, sure. besides I, I do strength training, I try to keep up with like what's going on in bow culture, I guess. But uh, before that, man, I was, oh my God, before this whole shenanigans, I was out and I was, I was training all the fucking time, every, every single weekend and uh, at least once a day, mid, midweek. For sure. What about you, dude? Uh, dude, it's been a while since I've, I've shot my bow. It's been, you know, a couple months now. Um, but, you know, I want to get it's springs coming around and I really kind of want to get out in the woods and kind of get start getting the area ready for archery season in the fall, you know, because it's been a couple of years since I've actually been out archery hunting, you know, I'm going through mm. some personal things. And uh, this year, I really want to get back into it, you know, because I remember the first time I killed a deer with a bow. And I got to tell you, man, it is it, it's, a it's, crazy, it's a crazy experience. Yeah, man, it's really, you know, it's wild, but. I tell you what, when you're getting ready to, to start going out shooting, send me some videos and I'll, I'll check out your form and see how you're shooting. Make sure okay. you're, you're doing a race. I, I appreciate that, man. I'm, I'll, I'll absolutely do that for sure. I, I, hope, I hope you stick to it. Because, like, look, a bow hunting is, is crazy in the first place, but then missing, oh, my God. Like, how often does a deer even show up? Right. Yeah, you want to be creme de la creme when you're shooting out there. For sure, yeah. And, you know, when that deer came out, it was the last day of archery. And it came out and I was worried because I'd never shot a, at a deer before with my bow, you know? And I was like, am I, you know, I did all this practice. Am I going to be able to, am I going to miss it? You know, I'm worried I'm going to miss it. And my instincts just totally kicked in. And I was just like, I dropped it. Didn't even take a step forward. It just came around, around the tree. I lined up and just let her fly, dude. And she just straight down. I take it from the way you did this. You're shooting the compound. I am. Yep. Yeah. I shoot a bare yeah. bow. Yeah, like the bear, yeah, bear compounds. Bear, yeah, it's not uh, the greatest, but you know, it's <laughs> it does what I need to do as far as hunting purposes. Go. Look, it got you to deer, man. Yeah. Now I know you're a big like spiritual guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so how, how how did that play in for you? Like you know, killing this deer. Well, what uh, what kind of experience was that like for you? Uh, you know, 
I look at it because ancestral ways, like it's the cycle of life. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't do it to, you know, hang, hang a trophy on the wall, man. Like we harvest the meat. Like I love deer meat and stuff like that. And there's, and there is a spiritual side to that. You know what I mean? Uh, with the native Americans, you know, I have a little bit of native American in me and myself, not a whole lot, but you know, I have ancestors and I just, you know, I feel like that ties in with our ancestral ways of mm. the earth. So, you know, but look, the way I justify it is the deer had a better life than the cow in the fields. For sure. Uh, Absolutely. You know, the other way it was going to die out there is it's going to starve to death or get eaten alive. So yeah, you, you, yeah. you, you doing that, you really did it a favor overall. For sure. Yeah. And if you're doing it right, you're overall, you're helping the population there because you, you kind of want to go for the older ones. Right. Yeah, I do. You know, and then once I, once I experienced that, killing that deer with that bow and really, you know, like rifle hunting now, like I have, I, I really have no desire to do it because, you know, here in the States, <laughs> you know, rifle season, two weeks, it's just everybody running around. You can't sit down in the woods for more than 15 minutes without seeing somebody, you know, whereas it archery. It could get dangerous, man. That could get dangerous, really dangerous. Yeah. It can get dangerous, you know, but it's just a simple fact. I like to go in the woods and not see anybody, you know, I like to experience the peace of it and be in nature, you yeah. know, so there's that. There's something so human about that moment, though. For sure. Absolutely. You know, but mm. I, I've been wanting to get into like shooting a longbow. I've never shot a longbow either, you know, as in Native American or mm. English. Uh, you know what? I really don't really know the difference. Could you? Well, one has a shelf, one doesn't. So you can shoot the arrow off. The shelf. Like I'm thinking the piece of wood with just like a string, you know. OK, that would be English. If it was a Native American one, it has a shelf to keep the arrow on. Without that, you're shooting off your hand. So you make your own shelf out of your, your knuckle, basically. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I always want to learn how to shoot one of those, you know. I always thought it was cool. They're like, just, you know. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. And oh, some of the accuracy, cooler, if you've seen any of the videos where, like, people throw rings up in the air and, like, shoot them through, like, a ring. and If, if you're thinking of the guy who does that, the famous guy who does that, I've interviewed that guy. His, his name is James Jean. No he's kidding. a really, really good guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I, I think he just did a show. He, he did a show with like some celebrities recently because uh, he's just that well known for the, for the shooting. Man, he, he is, he's legit. Like some people like kind of call him out, but he's like, yeah, I just did that show. It took me 50 tries. I recorded 50 takes, but I did it. You know, he, <laughs> he, he is awesome. That, that's cool. So you had him on your show, your podcast. Yeah. Um, Awfully Irish podcast, shameless plug. Um, look, I, I've interviewed 200 and 207 people now. No, I know I've interviewed 160 people, 200 episodes. Oh, wow. That's, that's yeah. really good. That's really good. And you're still, you're still making content. You're still interviewing people and stuff. Or are you kind of, Dude, I, did, I did it today. I had a guy on from gold rush just to have a chat. Right. You know, okay. uh, I, I have voice actors on, I've actors, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I guess there's more to me than the podcast. So, uh, you know. For sure. That's one thing. For sure. Um, so can you, can you get into the history a little bit of archery? Uh, you know, your, your take on the history of it and uh, just kind of go into that a little bit. You well, know? Not, not, not really sure where it all started. I know like they, 
they found bows as far back as they could possibly go, like, you know? Right, beginning of time they, type stuff. They, they, they've been around since God was a boy, as they say. Um, no, they've, they've had bows forever, man. Um, and they've, <laughs> I made you laugh there. Right. Um, yeah, they, 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 seriously, like, it's, it's a technology that's evolved independently among uh, so many different uh, civilizations. And it's just one thing that, I guess if you get a hold of it, you kind of know what to do with it. Right, for sure. Like even see, you put you put a bow in the hand of a kid, they nearly know what to do to it. And there's this whole style of archery called instinctive archery, which believes that it's it's in our it's on our in our genetics. Like you know, like you know, a dog knows to cock its leg when it pees. Right. You know, they they think like there's some kind of instinct in there with with humans when it comes to uh, bows that's just been there so long. But yeah, um, like you, passed you know, down through like generational, like. They think because uh, they've like all separately so many times. You know? They think it might be like in your genes somewhere to know something about archery. That's pretty cool, man. That's that's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's how yeah. I think. Like with like the longbows, like how a lot of people are just so tough. They could just like pull back because with a longbow, isn't it? You don't hold it back like a reaper. You just like pull and you release. You just I, I let her rip. I think you're thinking of like a, a mongol bow, like um, like Genghis Khan. The boys would have used. Is that what you're thinking of? Like the samurais. There must be so many different bows that... <laughs> yeah. The, like, the, the, the longbow is like a D-shaped bow. Yeah. Um, the other one, like, I think you're thinking of, is more like S-shaped. It was used by like the Mongols. Um, that's how they got as far as they did. A horseback archery back in the day. What can defeat that? Nothing. There was right. nothing that could take that on. That's why they went from all as far as Korea to Finland. Right. In like, in like what, 50 years? They did, they did something crazy with that. But um, yeah, man. <laughs> Bows and arrows, man. They, like, they, they were so dominant for a re- reason. And even when guns like were first around, you know, militaries that had some like some decked out archers, they kept them around. They, they, they still kept them around until like guns were like universal and right. super easy, you know? Yeah, like the English longbowmen, like back in the day, they were pulling back, you know, hundreds of pounds on their bows. Like nowadays, I like shoot like I shoot 30, 38. I don't know why you you shoot in your your compound, but they would put back a hundred hundred pounds on on their fingers, like. And um, they, the only reason I know about that is because if they they examined the skeletons of, of these guys and they noticed like, you know, bones being gnawed away from all the pressure. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's freaky. I shoot like 70, 75 pounds. Yeah, but you, you got to let off on your um thing, don't you? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a handy thing. That's a handy invention. It, it really is. It really is. Some of these new bows that I'm seeing, some of these new Matthews and Hoyts, yeah. that it, they're just unreal, man. You know, they're just absolutely unreal. Mm. Um, in Ireland, do you, do, you have, do you have a lot of people that are into like crossbows? Or is it like... Another thing that's illegal in Ireland is crossbows. Really? interesting that's so interesting okay so well, ireland's like a state that has no weapons like not even our police have weapons so it's kind of like a really you know you, you live with it it is fine yeah because right. like, when i see like issues with like american gun policy whatever mm-hmm. i say keep them always because the only other option is take everything away right for sure you know it's either everyone can have something or no one can have anything and that's the only way you keep people safe Dude, I completely yeah. agree. You know what I mean? And, and they that got, they got, 
you know, that may be a whole nother discussion, you know, because I'm totally into that. You know, we can talk about whatever you want. Uh, but, you know, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that like crossbows were illegal over there. It's a weird one. Europeans are pretty weird. Yeah. Especially with the things they ban. That's why I love you guys. It's just freedom and fucking eagles. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're trying over here, man. You know, we're definitely trying, you know, just to keep our freedom. Uh, but, Power to you. you know, so. But just one, one last thing with the archery, like in historic terms. You know, like when you put two fingers up, it means fuck you, right? I didn't when you do this that. symbol. You ever see the symbol? You know, no. Someone does that to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Back during like the, the Hundred Year War, uh, they would do that to French archers because, you know, when the French got the, the English archers, they'd chop off their two fingers so they couldn't pull back a bow. Because oh. you pull back a bow like that sometimes. Right. And um, the whole idea was come get it. Huh. That's so yeah. interesting. And those people still use that today. Really? Just like, mm. just like a yeah. peace, like peace sign, a reverse peace sign, yeah. Reverse peace sign. That's crazy. I did not know that. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a complex history, and even even in Ireland, like back in the day, uh, the Celts wouldn't use bows because they seen them as a coward's weapon, and that's why we got invaded so easily. Right. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Did, didn't work out for us. Didn't work out for us. No, it, unfortunately not. You know, did uh, is there a lot of sport archery? people that are into the sport in Ireland or is it kind of like a, is it more of, you know, it's grown. I think it's going to shrink because of COVID, but right. It'll, it'll grow again. Um, you know, I'm, I'm heavily involved in it in Ireland. It's, it's growing. Uh, the only barrier is the cost of bows really. Right. And realistically, like, you know, you get for a hundred bucks in the States, I'd be getting an okay bow, but in Europe, because there's so much, so few like making them and the quality isn't really there. 100 100 euro bow eh do you really want that or you want to save up and then that that's what keeps people away because then it's like it's four bucks per arrow you break an arrow one day you're like oh there goes four euro you know yep yep so it's kind of a money thing keeps people away from the sport for sure you know you could pick a used bow up over here for a couple hundred bucks you know my my, i shoot a cheap bow but it's it's killed deer you know and that's all I really needed to do. It works. It works. <laughs> it works. You know, or you could spend, you know, $1,500 on a Matthews or a Hoyt. And those things are just totally decked out, you know, and that's, that's just stripped. That's not with sights or anything on it, you know, and it can just mm. get super pricey, super pricey, but. You know. Realistically, like, does it really matter? You know, this is the way I look at it, dude. You know, if you find what you're passionate about, and you get you you just get into it you know what i mean and like the price that almost doesn't really matter at that point you know what i mean so yeah. but even even with anything like you know you can find like there's like a really expensive version and there's like the the average version yeah even with water there's this thousand dollar water right you know the Dude, vr headsets yeah. like behind me cameras you know yeah like there, there, there's there's hundreds of thousands of dollars you know right cameras uh podcasting mics you know right i thought so what's what do you talk about on your podcast just archer strictly archery stuff or is it uh no it's 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 called the awfully irish podcast is we used to be three people now we're two um and we just we chat to it's kind of like celebrity interviews like we, we've had like the likes of charles baker from breaking bad we've really? had that's cool the entire we've had nearly the entire cast of call of duty cold war uh 
I have a, a you know comedians like you ever you ever see that guy real life Peter Griffin? We had him on. I've heard of, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's a character. I love him. But um, you know, we kind of just have all kinds of people we find interesting. Like we had a guy from Gold Rush today because I think gold mining is cool. And then we had a a reptile expert planned to have on, but he's going to be on like Wednesday instead. Blah blah blah. That's all. That's awesome. That's that's mm-hmm. super cool. And you said it's it's called. I'm gonna write it down real quick. It's called the awfully you say the awfully irish or awfully irish podcast awfully irish and i'll tell you why it's called the awfully irish podcast because i'm from a part of ireland called awfully um but it's spelled differently and we just saw we're like we gotta call ourselves an awful irish podcast or awfully irish podcast and if you're from ireland that works but considering most of our viewers are like in the states doesn't really land as well right right <laughs> how about yours man like you you're into like talking about cryptocurrencies you're talking about Dude, spirituality you know this, what, what do you think of amc at the moment holy fuck you know honestly i don't follow the stock market i don't really care about the stock market just because it's rigged dude it's so rigged and you know i don't believe i think cryptocurrency is to a certain extent just from selling and buying you know but you're a dogecoin fan Nope, I'm not, you know, because it's it's a fake cryptocurrency, dude. It's, you know, are you into cryptos at all? Or are you? I tell you what, I bought I bought Doja at its peak, but then like it reached the, it reached the uh, number again fairly recently, but I pulled out already. In fairness, I didn't lose much at all. Maybe like right. tw- tw- 12 euro. I can live with it. It's just a nice experiment. But with AMC, on the other hand, you know, being a stock, I've actually done okay on, on AMC. And I have friends who've done way better. Right. Like I got in, I got in late. Yeah, I just I'd never got into the stock. I have friends as well that were talking about the AMC and the GameStop thing, you know, and that whole GameStop thing. No, you know, GameStop, you pass, you pass on that hard. It's a hard pass. That's crazy. That's never going to happen again. AMC is just like a normal stock. It was it almost used to be like thirty bucks. Though. like that's the way I look at. It. I feel like that GameStop thing was almost kind of symbolic. It's like, all right, your guys' time of screwing people over is over, and just the word GameStop was just kind of. You know the it worked, it worked, yeah. yeah, for sure. But it's, it's uh, a shame they picked GameStop because if there's ever like a a company that was a dick to its customers, it's them. Right. The price they offer you if you buy if you try to sell them something ridiculous, <laughs> dude. You know, it is. You know, you like man, I prefer Walmart. They, they they got some cool stuff in Walmart. Right. GameStop sure. was going to charge. And I'm going to give them an like an Xbox One and or like the X the new Xbox Series X and a PS5 and they'll say twenty bucks. Or you can get like a $25 voucher. Get the I, fuck out I of here. I know, dude. You go in there, you spend 50 bucks on a game, you bring it in the next day, they're like, yeah, we'll give you like $4 short credit. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, the whole, you know, the podcast thing, you know, I, it's just kind of, it's something I just jumped into, man, out of the blue, you know, and mm. I want to jump, I want to, you know, get into all different kinds of topics with all different kinds of people and let people kind of talk about and voice what their passion is, you know, in a little bit. And, uh, you know, kind of let people become comfortable with who they are, dude, because I always felt like I'm a little weird. You know what I mean? I'm into weird stuff, astrology, you know, conspiracy, dude, theory, stuff like that. But when you talk to another podcaster, that's bread and butter. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like we're on the same page. We're on the same page, but nearly everything. For sure. Like I was checking you out. I even seen some of your clips. I know. Is it, is it you posting the clips on YouTube or someone posting? No, it's me. No, it's me. Yeah. Now, I, I was checking you out before and I did a bit of research, make sure I wasn't going into some kind of 
crazy shit. And I was like, okay, this guy's really level-headed. This guy's really cool. Hey, man, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, With that symbol behind you, that is a, you know, I picked that up at a local head shop downtown. And it's just, I think it's like a Celtic tapestry. I was going to say, it looks Celtic. Yeah, it's, it's... But it's not a Celtic symbol I recognize. No, I don't know what it is. It's just some kind of, you know, yeah. sacred geometry, Celtic symbol, I guess. But yeah, uh, you got any Celt in you? Uh, I do not. Well, you know, my mom, Irish, my mom, my mom has some Irish in her. Yeah. So I'm not sure percentage wise or what the family history is with that. But, you know, I got a, little, a lot. I got a lot of Polish in me, you know, <laughs> got a lot yeah. of Polish in me, some Irish, um, Native American, you know, but you got the whole shebang. I got the whole shebang, man. You know, my grandfather sailed over here from Poland, you know, back in like early 1900s. And uh, that's about the extent of my family history. There's a lot of Polish in Ireland, man. Is there? Yeah, it became became this whole thing of, uh, okay, I don't know like how culturally appropriate it is, but like there's this whole idea of like the Polish Irish. And like, I think, I think it's okay. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Polish Irish, and they they show up, and they have like their Polish accents, but they're using Irish slang and Irish lingo. Yeah, and it sounds ridiculous, but also sounds awesome. Really, I like the whole Polish Irish thing. Like, it's, it's a meme in Ireland. Like, there's no one's gonna ever get offended on it in Ireland, at least. But um, yeah, I, I can't think of any like safe to say ones that would exist in other cultures, but that happens here, really? and it's it, it's it's an own thing. Um. I got plenty of Polish friends. I've had Polish girlfriends in, in the past. They're, they're cool people. They, yeah. they, they are cool people. Heck same with, same yeah, with Lithu- Lithuanians who come over here. They're awesome. Make freaking pierogies and all kinds. Of, you, have you traveled outside Ireland a lot? Have you traveled much? or With, with archery, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, okay, I've been, been to Florida, been to South, South Dakota, been to Scotland, Wales, France, Germany, Austria, Hungary, Really? Greece. Uh, and Saint Lucia. I've been to a lot of places, man. That's a, that's <laughs> awesome. I, I should have a list, but um, that's what comes off in the top of my head. Been to Spain as well. Really want to go to Portugal. Northern Ireland, obviously. Uh, really? So you've been all over. Story. The that's 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 pretty cool, man. That's. Well, how about you? Where you been? Uh, not very far. <laughs> you know, I live in Pennsylvania. I've been Woo. to Maine. Um, the farthest west I've been is Chicago. Not a big fan of Chicago, man. Uh, I've been. You, you've been to Chicago? I have. What'd you think of it? What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> That's I, see, I, see, I seen all the houses and I was like, I don't feel safe. <laughs> For sure. I, I was there when I was like 14. I just remember like I was in downtown Chicago and I just like couldn't, the air, I was like, yeah, I can't breathe in this city. It's just pollution everywhere. You know, I was, I grew up in the country and just not a big city fan, man. There's something all. to that, though. Like, it, it is a really intimidating place, but why? For sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Something to do probably with the history, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Something to do with the history of it. There's all yeah. kinds of crazy history over here, you know, just with, you know. Well, that's a different story. That's a different aliens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, the way Americans, like, look so negatively on their history, it's kind of it's kind of weird because – you know, everywhere else has had even worse, especially if you're European. Holy fuck. Some of the shit we did over here. Right. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know, like stuff like the Spanish Inquisition, you know, just the way like the Irish famine, like it was caused by British people just not wanting to 
feed Irish people. Well, they'd make them work. They wouldn't feed them. But like we, we were like less than human to them at the time. Right. Like, yeah. Cause the Irish were enslaved to the English for what, over 500 years or something like that. Or... Well, if you, if you, some people will get really offended if you say that because the idea of a white slave, but yeah, we got fucked over nearly, nearly a thousand years. They've, they've been here. Wow. I, I, I got no, I got no problem with it though. Right. I, I love English people. <laughs> I love the UK. Right. But, um, yeah, some people are like crazy into it. Like the, this shit in Northern Ireland. But like that's part of being, like we're, we're two islands, we're neighbors basically. The bigger one was gonna invade the smaller one eventually. Right, yeah. right. Is the country beautiful? And, I mean, the country's but, obviously beautiful over in Ireland. You know, I've seen pictures or whatnot. But oh, it's nice. Yeah, you have the castle beside a McDonald's. You always see that picture. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh-huh. that's crazy. So tell me about where you're from. I, I don't, I don't know about about that place. Uh, yeah, Pennsylvania, man. Uh, you know, where, where is Pennsylvania? It's, that's that's like near New York, right? Yep, the New York in between New York, Ohio, uh, Lake Erie. I'm up by Lake Erie, it's like the smallest of the Great Lakes over here. And uh, yeah, man, it's you know, Pennsylvania is strange because it could be like you could wake up in the morning, it could be like 10 degrees out and snowing, and then like by afternoon, you know, it's like 75 and people are riding their motorcycles around you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. like Pennsylvania in a nutshell and just, you know, highest gas tax in America. Uh, but other than that, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not bad. There's some cool adventure spots around, you know? Yeah. So and you, you were saying you got that, that thing from a hemp shop, right? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, well, not what, really what's, what's a, a hemp what's shop, a, but uh, you know, just like a head shop. It's like right. like a hippie store, you know. It's all kinds. What's of the story stuff. with uh, weed, CBD, the whole shebang over there? Uh, well, you know, in Pennsylvania, it is still illegal. It's 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 legal for medicinal use. You have to get a prescription for it from your doctor. CBD. Yeah. Um, CBD is the same for CBD. Well, you can get CBD at gas stations like the cheap crap you know what i mean that's overpriced and not effective but for uh you know uh marijuana itself <laughs> you know it's not legalized in pennsylvania yet so but... recreationally but you know medicinally it is yeah yeah cb yeah. and yeah 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 i guess you know it's the same here but it's um... all it's all politics man you know it's just the politics it, what, are ridiculous. It goes back, goes back to this one guy like paying off scientists saying it was just fucking crazy. Or it caused psychosis and shit. Yeah. And then that spread fucking everywhere. So yeah, the whole history on it is is ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm not yeah, I'm not one hundred percent familiar with it, but I do know that it is ridiculous and it's just all politics. That's all it's ever been, you know. You're absolutely and, right. And uh, you know, I stepped away from politics a little bit after this last election and um I just was like, man, I got way too emotionally invested in it. Just same with everybody else, you know, because it's just every, literally everything on the news, dude, is controlled opposition and it's just bullshit. You know what I mean? Everything. It's, it's a hypnosis spell on the TV. And I stepped away from that, man, because. And you, you'll never meet these people that the media is trying to make you hate on both sides. Exactly. I've, I've never met some kind of radical liberal who thinks like, that we shouldn't have pronouns anymore. We should be like schlieschler, right? You know, uh, 
I have, never met. Like, I have crazy. a couple of them, but you know, they're not as 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 many as they'd like you to think. You know, they definitely want you yeah. that. You know, yeah, they want you to think there's a horde of them out there ready to burn down cities and shit. Right. Um. Yeah. And they but are. Then, like, no, there it is. But, size. Yeah. But like for conservatives, like it's, it'd be the same as like those guys who went and like fucked around at the at the uh, big building, whatever the fuck it's called. What, what's it called? Which one are you talking about? I'm sorry. Yeah, that was that insurrection thing Freddie recently. Oh, at the uh, Capitol building. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably was... not many of those guys. There, no. there is not many of them at all. That was another thing that was totally bullshit, dude. You know, and I'm not. I'm not afraid to talk my mind, speak my mind about it at all either. But you know, before, it was totally this, theatrics. <laughs> before we get into this, do you, do you mind if I ask where where you lean? Um, I lean, you know independent ron paul is a huge uh you know hero of mine he was a texas congressman for over 30 years which is a consistent voting record for the people and for the constitution you know i stand by the constitution and the, and the you know the things that built this country that we so what like founded on you know? center right libertarian and center libertarian kind of yeah yeah dude left, left and the right yeah high five dude <laughs> you know the left and the right don't matter it's the same wings on the same bird and it's controlled opposition. Sure. And I think a lot more people are starting to see that, you know, it's like, yeah. uh, you know, people are just like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. And controlled opposition. At, at the very least, open-minded people are seeing, seeing it past it at this point, because, you know, if you have, if you've talked to a human being, <laughs> you know, you, you realize that this, this shit you see in the news is bullshit. Oh, for sure. Like Absolutely. even when, like even when like the anti-mask shit goes on, they'll, 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 the media will put it in a way it looks like there's thousands of them. Realistically, like how many it's is there? Not, yeah. See you that in, that insurrection crap though at the Capitol building. I saw it going on. I remember what going on, and I'm just like, wow, this is all theatrics. Every every piece of it was theatrics. It was just yeah. like a bunch of rednecks broke in. Yeah. It was crazy, but uh, like, they shouldn't have done it. In fairness. But it wasn't as bad as it was being made out to be. Yeah, but there, there's video clips around. They're they're being let in. You know, the gates were being opened. They were being told to come in, and the video cameras were going. And yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't want to get into this too much. Yeah, let's not touch that yeah. bush. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. But uh, I, anyway, going back, I do love your uh, your carpet back there, or your not your carpet. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate that. You know. Uh, trying to get the studio set up a little bit, you know, and mm. yeah, I like what you got going on. What kind of mic you got, got there? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I, you know, I don't really know. It's, I have a Yamaha analog mixer. It's kind of got the setup off a friend at a really fair price. And, uh, we kind of threw it together and just rolling with it. Does it sound all right? Is it? Oh, it sounds sexy. Okay. Sounds fucking good. Cool. Cool, man. Yeah. I uh, wish I sounded as good as you. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Thank, thank you. <laughs> there you go. How long have you been doing this anyway? You seem pretty professional. Oh man, like a month. You know, you're like my fifth or sixth guest. I want to say. I'm I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm this early, dude. I'm honored to have you on the show. I'm you know that you take time out of your day, you know, to come on it means a lot to me. You know. I, I, look, what I do at this point is I talk all day. I, I do I do I do podcasts. I do this. Even trying to voice acting at the moment. That's a bit weird but right it's a muscle i'm trying to trying to build up 
trying to build for sure, man. Well, I'm going to definitely hit subscribe on your channel. You have a YouTube channel too, or just a podcast? Yeah, it's, it's, it's both. Yeah. We even have a Twitch. I think dude, my, 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 my partner in crime, Thomas, he's, he's, he's streaming on Twitch right now. <laughs> uh, see, that's something I haven't checked out is Twitch. I haven't, I haven't. We, done we didn't until about two days ago. Right. Three. So do you guys, isn't Twitch just for video games or is it like? Well, no, it is like, well, the biggest section on Twitch is just chatting, which means people just talking to their audience. Podcast. Yeah. What mean you're doing? Really? Hmm. I have to check. Well, not all our podcasts. Some are like game night with fans. Okay. But, um, the biggest section is just people talking. I love that. I love that. Really? Hmm. I might have Power to of conversation. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, I've talked about this on a couple of my past episodes that I really feel like there's a free speech awakening going on right now. Um, because so many want to challenge world. what it means. Like the idea of hate speech is right. Isn't free speech. That's pretty out there. Right. And it's just, a, it's a, there's an awakening going on. People want to want to have their voices be heard. People want to talk about, you know, what they're into, what they're passionate about. And uh, you know, it's just, it's a great thing. It really is. I think podcasting is, is just a great thing. Connecting, networking with people is a great thing. Mm. And I love it, dude. I might have to check that Twitch out. Let me ask you, have you heard of uh, Theta Token? Going back to cryptocurrency a little bit, Theta Token. Theta Network is, they're building a platform of decentralization that's like Twitch that is a streaming platform. It's very similar. Um, and I was just curious if you had heard of that or not. Well, not something I've heard of, but... um. Cool. If it works, it yeah, works. For sure, for sure. All the, right. The more the more platforms that are out there, the better to help you know creators do what they want to do. For sure. Uh, you know, it, it's it's rough to find yourself on the on the wrong boat. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more, man. Like, I even had a guy on yesterday. We do like a yeah a live, a live stream podcast every now and then. And I had a guy who does Facebook gaming. I didn't know there was many of them, but apparently there's a big community of them. He's one of the biggest gamer. guys on the yeah. Really? I did not know that either. What kind of games was he like into? Was he into like... Well, I think this guy's or... a future in commentary. His name's Joey Metalman. Joey Metalman. And, okay, so he, you, I consider having him on. He's really good. But, um, yeah, Joey Metalman, he, um, he does WrestleMania commentary. But okay. It, it exploded. Like, he went from like a couple hundred views to 100,000 views per thing when he switched to... Me- wrestlemania because people found his commentary hilarious i think this guy has a future in actual wrestling com- commentary or mma commentary because he's he's into both and he he's, he's he's up there heck yeah i'm gonna have to check that out i'm gonna look him up and invite him on the show are you into combat sports uh you know a little bit yeah i over the winter i started setting up a gym down in my basement trying to get active i turned 30 in january and i was like man I was like, I'm not, not look at- I was like, man, I'm not going to sit around and get fat throughout my thirties and roll into my forties, you know, completely out of shape. Uh, so I hung my, hung a bag up and I got some gloves and I was hitting it for a while. Then the podcast thing kind of started to sh- take shape and take form. And I haven't done much of it, but what about you? Are you, you know, into hitting the bag into MMA fighting at all? Or that's, that's where I started. My, my first sport ever was, uh, was kickboxing. Really? So I, I don't know how I don't remember how far I got, but I know in terms of my belt, I got to my purple belt with a brown tip. So I didn't make the brown belt, so I quit. Uh, see, I yeah. made the brown belt, and that was as far as I got. 
and I went did jujitsu afterwards. I didn't get a belt in jujitsu. I just I did it because uh, they didn't really do belts. Didn't do it, like properly. They were just kind of like like a bunch of guys rolling around in the same in the same facility, same gym. But um, yeah, I I left. Well, I, I guess martial arts have been like my my entire sporting career because archery is a martial art, not like it or not. Uh, so I, I start, started in kickboxing, made my way to uh, archery. Wasn't feeling archery, kind of went to jiu-jitsu, but went back to archery. So, Hey, why not do both? You know? Because <laughs> I'm a guy with limited time. Right, for sure. I can <laughs> you got, got, got to balance a girlfriend, got to balance, I'm still in college, got to balance, uh, you know, a podcast, streaming, doing this, right. uh, you know, trying to voice act. And then trying to build relationships with other uh, people in, I guess, the, the, you know, the field that we're both in, you know, uh, entertainment. For sure, man. Definitely. Dude, I completely understand. You know, I've, I've, I've been blessed to, uh, you know, have a opportunity in, in of change in my work schedule, which is going to allow me to do a little bit more of the podcasting and kind of do my own thing. But dude, it definitely can get, you know, it can definitely feel like the plate is full sometimes. You know what I mean? With yeah. activities and things going on and trying to juggle relationships. That's when you feel the most successful though. For sure. Yeah. If you got a full plate, you're doing shit right. Right. I totally agree. But then, then you got to fine tune that plate to make sure the right stuff's on it. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As long as you're doing something you love, you know, if you're right, you'd be all right, dude. You know, and that's that's the kind of thing about this whole YouTube channel. Some videos I get like two or three views. I don't even care, dude. Like, I'm just enjoying some. There's some nights I'll sit back here and I'll just, you know, yeah, be but, making a video. And but dude, you, you have to learn about it. Like, you got you got two, then you got three, you got four, you you got ten. Yeah, oh my god, you got ten. Yeah, you got forty. Holy fuck. You know, just, <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know, you keep going. That's what it's about, dude. Just doing what you love, you know. But. I'm definitely excited to start doing some archery and getting into it this spring and going out. Uh, you know, I, told, I told my dad, Tell I, me said, all about it. I told my dad, he's, you know, he's got some property. I said, dad, I'm coming out this spring and I'm going to start cutting down some trees. And come back. You know, he's like, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You know, and I got him, you know, talked into kind of prepping an area to bring the deer in and bed in and, you know, create habitat for them and really get into the sport. I know, like you're, you're a spiritual guy. Would you ever consider trying to make a bow and then hunting with it? Absolutely, that's a fucking dude. journey. Absolutely. Where would you recommend starting with that? Like you can what, do with, with anything. Well, there's, there's, you can make a out of a. If you get a couple of twigs, you can make a bundle bow. That's you know the simplest kind of bow, like some of the most primitive shit out there. Right. But you want you, you can make it with a normal stick. Now, I'm not an expert in, in, in bow making. I've never had the opportunity, but I, I get the methods. Um. You know, I, I tell you what, I, I recommend a friend to you. He's, he's Arden's only bow maker and he makes long bows specifically. All right. What's his name? <laughs> Jack Pinson. Jack Pinson. Jack Pinson. His Instagram is living long bows. I feel like I'm plugging everything today. I'm just trying to like help you. <laughs> like get, get, get the right kind of guy. Living. What's his Instagram? Living long bows. Okay. He is a talented motherfucker. Hell yeah. I'm going to have to check him out, dude. That's freaking awesome. But man, bow making is just such a, like a insane thing. It is just, and then getting to use it and then hunting with it. That is just. Hell yeah. Like, and harvesting a deer or something with it, you know. It's like the same feeling you get 
from like making a salad out of the, your own like garden for sure or, like amplify that by 10 because you got a juicy fucking steak out of it you know right for sure heck yeah yeah, I would totally be into that. I wouldn't even know what kind of wood to start, but I'll tell you what, man, you can find a YouTube video for anything. That's what I love about YouTube. Dude, you go. know, yeah. like I, I, I've always wanted to learn how to cowboy whistle and, uh, you know, without fingers or anything. And I learned how to do it by watching some YouTube videos, man. The other day at work, um, you know, you hardly I, want to show me here. You, you want me to do it? <laughs> if you're able, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, I, I can't. I totally can, but it might be loud. I'll turn my mic down a little bit. That's really cool. That's hey, really thanks, cool. Man. You know, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, if I had yeah, a bottle of water, I could really get it fine tuned in a little bit better, but I like it. Hey, I like what you're doing. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, dude. So, are you on Instagram? Are you on, on Facebook? Could I follow you? I'm gonna follow your, uh, your podcast. Yeah, sure. I'm on I'm Instagram under George underscore Archer. So like G E R D underscore Archer or Awfully Irish Podcast. Okay, sweet man. Now Awfully Irish Podcast, obviously not just me. So if you want me, you know where to find me. Awesome, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you on Instagram and I appreciate it. I'll follow you back. You know, and uh dude, um I'm gonna get going. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this up because yeah, I just got home from work, right? Like literally before we did the show and uh, I got to wrap some things up with my pets. But... I appreciate you making time for me. Dude, absolutely. You know, it's an honor. It was an absolute honor to have you come on the show. And I do, I look forward to possibly having uh, you on the show again, or, you I, know, I, I, I tell you what, I'd, I'd re- seriously, no, 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 no shitting around. I'd love to. You're awesome, a cool guy. Dude. Awesome, dude. Hey man, I appreciate that so much. And for everybody out there listening, um, I will have these these links in the description below if you wish to hear his podcast. If you wish to find him on Instagram, um, they'll be in the description below. Thank you so much, Jer, for coming on the show. This is Love you, man. Thanks for having me on with Kenny.